Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're going to review the film Leave the World Behind on Netflix. And this film stars Julia Roberts as Amanda, Ethan Hawke as Clay, Myhala Harold as Ruth, Mahershala Ali as George, also GH, Farrah McKenzie as Rosie. Kevin Bacon as Danny and Charlie Evans as Archie. But this film is about a family vacation on Long Island is interrupted by two strangers bearing news of a blackout. As the threat grows, both families must decide how best to survive the potential crisis, all while grappling with their own place in this collapsing world. So what did you get from the film? Leave the world behind. Uh. And I've said this before in different ways, but essentially, this movie is why I want to be gone first. Okay. <laughs> I, I, maybe that's a spoiler, but I don't want to be around. Okay. I'd rather go up in a flash than try and survive. Yeah. Because I'm like the dad. I'm a man <laughs> who relies on the internet. <laughs> I need technology. I'm not a fair man. Um, so, I'd like to go. So you wouldn't be able to live on the land, you know? Start start going back to the hunter and gatherers. I would like to be taken in the rapture. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> if, if that's the way to go, yeah, definitely the rapture. But um, <laughs> but, let's say you're stuck but, down here. <laughs> I mean, we can, I wouldn't be running around like they were. I'll be in that house. Locked down, we're rationing food. Toughen out. Now it's time to play games. Yeah. Um, I found this movie to be pretty interesting. And also, I mean, my first viewing was more of like, ah, this movie's okay. Nothing special. But it's one of those where you have to really go back a second time and look into all the details and all the signs mm. that they have. And I don't think I got everything but um, I still thought it was pretty interesting. And the main point that I got from this was this stuff could actually happen. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like what That's happened? Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, when you think about what's really going on in the world right now, the um, tension between countries, uh you know, the, the couple of wars that have broken out, like between Russia and uh, Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And then what's the other one? <laughs> um, Israel. Yes, Israel. I didn't want to be wrong. I didn't want to sound yeah. stupid. But yeah, Israel. <laughs> Israel and Palestine. Yes. Um, but um, it just makes you think about what could actually happen if we do lose technology and the interconnectivity that we have the freedom of just sending a text or calling somebody and then what happens when all that goes away that's what this movie shows it also shows you need to have friends oh yeah friends I think they were a bit isolated and it showed getting to know your neighbors um right i, I think that's something that's probably severely lacking these days yeah. You, you don't really know your neighbors as, as well. I mean, you might wave and say, hey, you know, just in passing, but you don't really get to know them. Get to get yeah. to know them on a level where if something happens, you can reach out to them. That's a good point. We talked to some of our neighbors. Um, and even then, it's still fairly surface level. Our, 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 one of our neighbors, we, we talk to pretty regularly. Um, but everybody else is a, hey, how you doing? What's that? It's more like what you doing outside, just kind of like a little stare, then mm -hmm. look away. 
Cutting your grass again, huh? Not cutting your grass again. The trash in the yard. Yeah. That old lawnmower been sitting in the side of the curb for three weeks. I don't think they're coming to get. Take care of that. Grass growing too high. Like, man, come on, right. I need to cut that grass. But you don't say anything. You just silently judge from your window. <laughs> now, sometimes I there was one time that I did have to go over to the neighbors and you know tell them to move their car because it was in our drive. Well, it wasn't in our driveway, but yeah, it was close. it was pretty much like in front of our mailbox, kind of blocking the way of if we wanted to get outside of the driveway. So, right. you know, I didn't have to walk over there like, you know, move your car. Come on now. You already got like a space in there. I don't know why you just sitting out here. It was actually a friend's car, but still. Mm. Um, but uh, they've never really spoken to me that much, even before then. Um, but as far as like the other neighbors, neighbors, it's pretty surface level, just a hey and goodbye. Um, did have one move out not too long ago. So I probably talked to him the most and that wasn't really a lot, but um, in this type of situation in this film, it's nice to have friends, um, you know, your, your neighbors, but uh, if something like this oh, yeah. were to go down, it could go bad pretty quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of trust. Nope. I really, it's hard to trust a lot of people these days. And as far as Julia Roberts, her character, mm-hmm. she doesn't like people. <laughs> right. Hard. Yeah. And I kind of did. Um, I, I was on her side initially with, you know, just these random people just coming to a place that you've never seen before. You think you too much? <laughs> he knew her name. Yeah, but so many people can just look up people. I mean, you can add a stalker. I mean, it, it's hard to really know people's true motives. It's That's true. And I don't think in real life the person would have been so weird. Because he was he was behaving like he had a lot to hide. When yeah. he really didn't. He was too calm. He was way too calm for me. Way too calm. <laughs> like he's been through this before. Right. Um, like I was, I was honestly expecting more from that character, based on how he was behaving. Yeah, like he had a different motive. Mm-hmm. But I guess he was in the same boat as them. But uh, yeah. I guess we can go ahead and get into it. So this movie starts off with a family of four: um, Amanda and Clay are married, and they have two children named Rosie and um archie they have older son younger daughter and the mother amanda julia roberts she just wants to go on this trip just you know just get away from everything um just spur of the moment she's already packed the bags and they go out and they are i think in new jersey somewhere you know somewhere in new york mm-hmm. or closer to, to new york and um they go to this they, they rent out this expensive Airbnb. I mean, just like the best of the best type of place that you could go to. Um, okay. They have everything there. And, um, you know, they're having some fun, you know, just chilling. Uh, we get to know a little bit about the characters. Um, Amanda's character doesn't like people at all. Um, maybe that's why she wants to go on this trip to mm-hmm. be uh, isolated away from everybody else. Um, Clay, Ethan Hawke, he's kind of just a go with the flow kind of guy. Um, he's like, oh, okay. He's a, he's also a professor at, um, one of the nearby universities. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> the daughter, Rosie. Media arts, media arts, a professor, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Media arts. Um, Rosie, the younger daughter, she's into a lot of the, um, older, sitcoms like friends like she's just friends is life that's 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 what it's all about for her um and then the son uh he's probably the the least developed character i can't really say much about him (laughs) pretty one note he's there he's apathetic he doesn't really 
kind of mean to her sister. Interested in girls, but not enough to have a serious conversation with one. I mean, that is kind of intimidating, you know, going to talk to an older girl. I mean, he's in high school. She's college age. True. <laughs> and, he, and he has this girl that he's talking to, Taylor, over the phone, but we don't really hear much beyond one text message from that. Oh, okay. So was that his girlfriend or what do you think? No, girlfriend or, pers or perspective. Because um, it didn't seem like they had much interaction, but The he doesn't do that. She was in a nearby area, or what he thought may have been nearby. But it's not. Are are you getting pictures like that? Now this isn't like very explicit, but are you getting pictures no, like that from just a friend? You know, I think if it was Snapchat, <laughs> but it was a regular text message, and I don't know if that was necessarily thought through as intentional. I don't think they consulted a teenager on this. Um, <laughs> so. So, like, if a girl sends you a picture of her in, you know, in swimwear, beachwear, mm -hmm. are they just regular friends? If it depends. <laughs> the beach. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a new generation thing. Context, context clues are, are important. Yeah. But she never shows up. No. Um, but they're on the beach, you know, just having a little bit of fun, just chilling. And then all of a sudden, this big boat, you know, one of those boats that looks like it carries cargo or whatever. Yeah, oil. Yeah, it just starts rolling up and it starts getting really close. And it's not normally heading in this direction. You know, normally they go towards like, I don't know, a docking place. In the middle of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, but um, it eventually lands on the beach and then everybody starts panicking. They're like, what's going on? Um, so... The family immediately goes back to the house, um, start trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. And then all of a sudden they figure out none of the technology is working. Like, um, well, it's working like battery wise, but they can't mm -hmm. send send any messages. The Wi-Fi is out. Um, it's static on the TV, you know, back in the day where. You know, no cable. He just turned the channel and just <laughs> white noise. <laughs> Unless your antenna worked well. Um, right. But, you know, they're pretty bored. Um, there's a pool outside, so they go out and have a little fun in the pool. But weird things start happening. Um, the father, Clay, he, you know, is just trying to figure out things. And then they get to the nighttime and they get, you know, a random knock at the door and they're thinking like, oh, who's coming to this door? Like at, at night at this time. And it's GH, um, Mahershala Ali, his character and his daughter, Ruth. And, uh, they present themselves as being owners of the house. Um, but there's so much going on in the city. They thought the best place to go was back home. So, um, they decide, Hey, you know, we'll refund you half of the money. Just let us stay here. Um, you want to get away from all the chaos. We'll even stay downstairs. And, um, I wouldn't say it's a bunker, but it's also not really a basement mm -hmm. because I mean, this looks pretty comfortable in there. Yeah. It's fully furnished and finished. Yeah. Um, but he acts in a way like he's hiding something. He's very calm, um, acting in a way like he's done this before. So I really didn't mm -hmm. trust him at first. And that's why I was on Julia Roberts' side whenever she was, you know, like acting like. I trusted it. I thought if there was ulterior motives, they weren't against the family. So, like, yeah, he's being weird, but I didn't feel like their safety was in jeopardy. Okay. But what gave you that indication like they weren't against them? Well, they seemed like <laughs> they're just a normal family and they seem like um they wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> like they're they're there, but they're kind of just in the way. Um, but they're not a threat, so I'm not gonna hurt them. Whatever's happening is bigger than them, and they're just in my house. They're just be <laughs> nice. 
so you don't go crazy so I can take care of business. Yeah. I mean, the daughter didn't really seem like she was in on it. She was just like, why are we letting yeah. them sleep in here? Like, we should be sleeping in our own bed. This is our house. Right. <laughs> and I will say, I wasn't convinced it was their house until she gave those complaints to him. I yeah. like, okay, it really is their house. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. That's why I felt like, is he really the owner of the house? I mean, he's acting way too calm. What is he really trying to get at here? But yeah, there's a lot of mistrust going on between Amanda and GH, of course, and his daughter. You know, they just randomly show up at the at um late at night and their kids, Amanda and Clay, are sleeping and they're, you know, they're concerned about, you know, their safety and everything. But then they go and discuss, Amanda and Clay, they they discuss, you know, what they're gonna do about the situation. Um, of course, she doesn't trust them. Uh, but Clay, he's like, you know, if I see anything that's out of the ordinary, I mean, I'll tell him no. But I think it's fine if they stay, you know, they're going to give us half the money back and then they're just going to sleep downstairs. <laughs> so he's pretty go with the flow. And he said, what? Very trusting. Very trusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so did you say you identify with him more? In, in the unpreparedness way, I would be more skeptical um, than he was. I wouldn't be just trusting people willy-nilly. But <laughs> as far as dependent on technology, 100%. Um, would I have kept driving? Yes. Oh, you mean so the next day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I probably would have put off faster than you did. As soon as you see it. <clears throat> no say. No habla espanol. Wouldn't have waited that long. Uh, nope. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into that. So they let them stay the night. They stay in kind of like the basement room, um, which is still very comfortable. Um, GH and his daughter, Ruth. And the next morning, Clay, he's trying to figure out things and he wants to go out and, you know, see what else is going on. Um, but GH, he warns him against that. He's like, you know, this is the best place to be right now. We can't go out there. There's chaos. Um, a lot's going on in the city. And, um, you know, we shouldn't go anywhere near there. But he's like, you know, I just want to see what's going on out there so we can get a good um, representation of where we need to go, where we need to be, maybe look for some supplies. So he goes out there. And uh, I don't think it's too far from where they stay, the Airbnb. Uh -huh. And it's a one lane road. And there's this lady who's standing outside, and it looks like she needs help. Um, he slows down, rolls down the window, and she speaks Spanish. So he doesn't understand anything that she's saying. But you can tell from what she's saying, she's in distress. Like, right. this, whatever's going on, whatever she's saying is bad. Um, so he kind of listens a little bit. <laughs> and then slowly roll that window up. <laughs> like, I ain't got no money for you. I'm sorry. I don't know about slowly. <laughs> um, but I think the thing that really scared him was the flyer is flying in the air. Yes. And really, I didn't see a reason why he should be scared of that. I mean, well, they didn't look to me, they didn't look like flyers at first. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So I wasn't like, why is he scared? I'm like, what? What, what is that? <laughs> I didn't know if it was like, I don't know, like some locust or something, you know? <laughs> right, right. I would have sped off faster than he did. Yeah. I would not have waited till he got that close. Yeah, that that's what he was really afraid of. You know, is is these red papers, red flyers, that are in a different language. Looks like, I don't know. They said it could be uh, Japanese, Chinese, Korean. Um, not really sure. A Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern? Well, I think that's what, well, this is a detail later on, but the the um the neighbor, um I forget the, the cowboy's hat. He Danny. was saying that in yeah, Danny, he was saying in California there was a guy who said there was like an Asian thing, but the red ones were written in something like, like Arabic. Okay. 
And I think that was to um, GH's point about confusion. Yes. Um, and the son, um, Archie, he's actually seen the symbol before, or at least, you know, the headline mm -hmm. on the flyer. It says death to America. So um, I think he said he saw it on a video game or something. Right. <laughs> but that's all that he can make out, which, you know, if it really if it truly does mean that, then, yeah, there's some trouble out there. All these. Right. But then also he was so like unaffected when he said that. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that. Death like to this, America. This ain't, this ain't the video game. It's <laughs> a real thing. Uh, well, at that point, I think they all knew the situation, right? Like they, they knew that they were coming something to was off. With it. Right. I meant the children. But, yeah, but he was still too nonchalant with that. Like, yeah, that's like he's been desensitized. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that before. Death to America. That's what it is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's whatever. Wi-Fi is out. We have no form yeah. of communication outside of this house. <laughs> but that's one thing that the children do kind of get into. Just having fun out there. Um, now he does have kind of like a wondering eye, Archie, when the uh, daughter of GH goes out there in her bikini and starts walking around. Um, but for the most part, they're pretty unaffected. The daughter, she just wants to finish friends. The son, who knows what he wants to do? I mean, I don't think he really gets any true motive. Um, no, <laughs> he's just along for the ride. But Clay, you know, he speeds off back to the house while everybody at the house is kind of just trying to figure out what's going on. A lot of the movie is kind of just sitting around contemplating what's the next move. Like, what should we do next? Um, a lot of symbolism in there um, mm -hmm. with the colors as far as like how they present, it, present them. I was looking it up and I saw that there are a lot of blues throughout the film, like blue mm -hmm. shades of, of uh, you know, lights, signs um, all throughout the movie. And then you have red. Kind of like that opposing force, the the bad part of mm -hmm. what people don't want to see, and also blue as the more comforting side. Um, and also, and there was that one picture that kept changing. The picture becoming more white. If you noticed, in I think the living room, there was a picture that was black, and it had you know, it was just dots on it, but the dots were kind of in three lines at first, and as the movie went on that picture became more and more white. And I don't know if that was supposed to symbolize the flood or just more chaos, but the picture itself became more undone, which is interesting. And then you have them at one point when they're all in the same bed, um, the picture behind them, which is like waves crashing. Again, like I'm very unsettling. Okay, they notice those things. I did notice those two pictures. And that's when the family, the family of four that's sleeping in the bed mm -hmm. together. Okay. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I did not notice that. But, um, yeah, yeah a lot of that stuff kind of going on. Not really a lot that we get to see outside of the house. Um, there is a point where they're like, okay, we have to leave here. The family, like we have to leave this house. Mm -hmm. We need to get back home. I need to get in contact with my sister. That's what Amanda says. Um, and GH, she's like, you know, this is the safest place to be. There's so much chaos going on out there. You know, you're welcome to stay. But they're like, nope, we want to head out of here. And, um, you know, they start leaving and they see that the road is really backed up heading towards the city because they need to go through the city to get to where her sister is. And um, it's a lot of white cars. They're all Teslas. Mm -hmm. And then one of them gets out of the car and they notice this car can be remote controlled. Like there doesn't have to be anybody in it for it to be operated. Right. And they see that all these cars are pretty much crashed. And all brand new. Yeah, all brand new. And all of a sudden there is another Tesla coming right behind them. And 
you know, there's panic. They try to run back to the car. Um, you know, they're trying to dodge all the cars that's coming at them. And they just kind of just speed out of there and speed right back to where they came from. GH's house. <laughs> um, and we get, you know, some other little places outside of the house. Um, so Rosie, the younger daughter, and Archie, her brother, they kind of go out into the forest to kind of explore. Um, she notices this house from far away in the in the forest. Um, there are animals just kind of wandering, <laughs> like yeah, they un- just unusually wandering, bold, <laughs> just staring at them. Like animals don't normally do that unless they're like. I don't know. They they feel like they're threatened, and they kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like a face off until they walk away. But no, these animals just kind of just walk up on them, and I guess she's really curious and she tries to figure out what's going on. Um, there's a point where Archie he he gets some kind of bug bite. Um, it's kind it's of like tick. yeah. It's kind of left up to your interpretation of what was the cause of him losing his teeth later on in the film, whether it was from that or that loud noise that they heard, they all heard. Um, And this movie is kind of broken up into parts. Like each part has like a, I guess a theme. There's five parts. I can kind of remember some of them. So I think the first one is the house. Mm -hmm. One of them is the noise, that loud noise that they, they heard. Um, and then the last part is the last one. The last right, episode of the Friends. House, the blood. <laughs> I forget the others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of symbolism throughout there. Some of this got a little boring for me because they kind of started running in a little bit of circles. No questions were really being answered that I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's really going outside of all of this? Um, they kind of do wrap it up towards the end when there's a face-off with um, GH and mm-hmm. his friends that he mentions. That right at the same time, the the wife and the uh, GH's daughter are in the woods looking for Rose, mm-hmm. and all the guys are trying to get medicine for the teeth. <laughs> yeah, all his teeth just start falling out. <laughs> um, while Rosie is probably having the most fun out of this. She actually goes to the house, just wandering. And this house has like pretty much everything. It has a bunker. Right. They have a they have a bunker that's ready. Has all the food. Um, and there was like I looked at one video that looked at the type of food that they had in there, and a lot of the products were products that were removed from shelves that were not um, inclusion. What's the right word? They they weren't the the diversity of what it showed wasn't appropriate from mm. I guess the company standard. Like they like the company that had that product out received some type of backlash and they ended up changing the logo on there. Like the Aunt Jemima and um right. was the Uncle Ben. Oh, I didn't realize that they were all there. Yeah, uh some of the stuff. I mean, they pointed out, I definitely didn't see it on the first or second viewing, but <laughs> um, I noticed Aunt Jemima, but and there was I also like one business. Native American one. I yeah. I remember the name of it. <laughs> I can't, Lakes, I think. What was it? Land Lakes, were they the ones that had the Native American on it? I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it was butter? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, most of those products I don't really buy, even before the whole controversy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a lot of things kind of going on towards that climax of the film. Um, there also is a little subplot of GH and his wife, Ruth. You know, mm-hmm. she's really concerned about her mother. And, um, she was on this plane. Well, she was supposed to be on this plane to fight back to them. And she's concerned that 
you know, she's already dead because, you know, their plane lost communication and they probably crashed. Um, but GH, he's like, no, no, don't don't think that, you know, she's going to come home. But he eventually kind of goes out to one of the houses of a friend that he's trying to find. And he sees that this like everything around this area seems like there's been a crane, a, a plane crash. Mm-hmm. And right after that, <laughs> there actually is a plane incoming directly at him. So he has to run and get up out of there. Um, most likely in real life, he probably would have died. But, um, oh, you know, yeah, we not <laughs> No, not with a plane, how fast they go, even just crashing. I mean, yeah, he, he would have been done. Um, but, uh, I don't think that ever really gets resolved. Really, a lot of questions are left out there for you to interpret really what goes on. Um, mm-hmm. there's a face off between Danny and, uh, the guys of the group, you know, Clay, he just wants to get some medicine for his son. He's like, I really don't know what I'm doing here. I just want to get something for my son. <laughs> yeah, maybe property. I will shoot you. <laughs> uh, but I think GH, he's willing to fight. Um, and it's unclear why. Why he made a stand then. And for him, the strangers. Yeah. I mean, even some of the other characters, they feel like, what are you holding back? Like, what do you know? Right. But he never really says... Okay, um, you know we're friends. You know we're really. It's hard for me to say that they w- would really be friends when they've maybe known each other for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he does open up a bit. I think this is the night before all this happens. He does open up with the mother. Um, and yeah, they got pretty close. Had... A little bit too yeah, close. They, they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, Easter egg with the song there, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they and but they he shares a story about his friend works in defense who knows a bunch of stuff and knows what his secrets, who is scared, doesn't know what's going on, but knows that even him, the guy who should be prepared for all this, is scared. So it gives again more questions than answers. Yeah, um, just a lot of questions. Um, now he kind of does wrap it up in a way, like Danny. He kind of gives them a clue of what could be happening. Um, You know, it could be all these countries, the enemies of America Mm -hmm. teaming up and trying to push out this um, misinformation, which also turns people on each other. You know, first you shut down the communication, then misinformation gets put out there. You know, the flyers that were put out there by the drones and then... um, People not trusting each other, and then which is a scary work. thought. <laughs> yeah. That's how it all could go. Yeah, it really could. It just a breakdown in communication could easily turn into a huge fight. I mean, just look at the way people were acting at what Sam's Club, or Walmart over some tissue when COVID first happened. <laughs> oh, ridiculous! Uh, just over some tissue. <laughs> I know tissue is expensive. I mean, way too expensive. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Just We're not prepared behind. for an attack on our on our country, on our soil. America can't go for that. No, definitely not. Um, yeah, just just definitely not. In no way we are. The citizens are definitely not. <laughs> yeah, he uh, is like, yeah, I'm not giving you anything. Find somewhere else to go. But GH, you know, he stands his ground. Um, eventually they talk it out somehow. I mean, we don't exactly see it. I think he gives him like some money or something. I can't remember exactly what he gave him, but they talk it out. He gives he, him some... he gave the money. He he eventually gave him money. Um, as he said, you know, it should be a barter system. But to the dad's point, that wasn't really bartering because he still just gave him money. So <laughs> is it worth anything? Maybe, maybe not. The money? Right. Yeah. At this point, not really. Yeah. If it's the I don't I don't know. If it's the end of the country, I guess not. Yeah. It's just 
if it's in the world, it's a paper. definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but GH, you know, after they, you know, get the medicine and everything, he starts telling them, you know, I just need to know at this point, are you with me? Like, no matter what goes on from here, are you with me? And Clay's like, oh, what's going on? What do you mean? <laughs> He's all confused. Um, all right. But GH, he starts talking in this you know, low, slow voice. I mean, this whole thing takes like five minutes when he could have just wrapped this up in like a minute. But he's talking about this client that he had. And the client, he was only afraid of this one situation where, you know, a takedown of the country could happen. And in this situation, there's a breakdown in communication. All the... um you know, phones, Wi-Fi, all that stuff's taken out in the country. And then people start to turn on each other because they they don't know how to communicate. And then after that, civil war. So the rest of the work is done by itself. And I guess whatever country that could be invading could just pick up the pieces from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and actually, we do get a view of the city where there's kind of like an atomic bomb type of explosion going on. Right. Well, Rosie is just... Everyone was stuck there. They can't get out because all the roads are jammed with electric cars. And <laughs> now they're just sitting ducks. Yeah, well, Rosie's just enjoying herself eating um, some Sour Patch Kids. And... Just open up <laughs> everything at one time. I was like, come on, it's the end of the world. Do you not why do you have everything open? Putting your mouth on everything. Just ungrateful. Just not thinking at all. Yeah. Even at that age, I wouldn't be open up every single thing. You should know better. <laughs> Man, I can understand if you're five. <laughs> I guess I could understand if you're five, but come on. Right. She, she was at least 10. Or no, yeah. they said 13, actually. 13. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I wouldn't be doing that. But, um, she just wants to finish friends and she finds the DVD for it and starts watching it and the movie ends. Um, so we're just left to interpret whatever happened. Um, right. Which in a way I think is a little bittersweet. I mean, I feel like this movie was, you know, good. It laid, it laid the foundation for some good storytelling, but, in the end, I feel like it's just okay. Kind of reminded me of kind of like a Jordan Peele film. Um, not his first one. Well, kind of, yes, right. his first one. But more of the ones after that. You know, just a lot of symbolism, yes. but not exactly wrapping up everything how it should be or how I want it to be. Um, and also, we didn't mention Barack Obama did have his hands in on this. I think um, Michelle Obama did too. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, like they had they're producers. Yeah, they're producers. Like they were um speaking with the main director, Sam Esmail, I think. Like they're like they actually released like he, he said something about um he had a certain direction where he was going and it was much further, like I guess the things were hmm. harsher in his original script than then after whenever he spoke to Obama or um, Barack Obama and said, um, you know, what you're trying to do. OK, yeah, that's good. But that's not as close to the truth or as close to what could happen mm. as you think. So I'm just going right. to lean you more towards this way. So um, I think this also puts out more conspiracy theories, <laughs> just this movie alone. Oh, sure. <laughs> Thinking like, okay, do we need be, need to prepare for this impending apocalypse or um, this war that may happen? Um, but think about America is so big compared to other countries. So you have this happening to a place like New York. But what happens in Kansas, Nebraska, Colorado? Are there bombs that going out there too? Or are they just in major centers? Like... Well, I, I think part of it is it's not just like all of a sudden as far as like the setup. Yeah. Like a lot of times when some 
like a country is being taken down, it's over some time. You have people sure. like spies that are undercover for a while. They're, you know, living a regular life. Um, sure. They live a life where maybe the FBI or whoever it is doesn't catch on and they start placing things in certain areas. And then when it's time to, you know, hit the red button, everything goes off at once. Mm. So maybe that's how it is. I don't know. <laughs> Good point. Um, we just don't know. Yeah, just don't know. Hopefully nothing like that ever happens. <laughs> right. But do you think you could make it? Do you think you could survive this? Survive? Um, I mean, I think I could, you know. You know, as the head of the household, you know, the man of the house, you got to, if you don't know the answer, you got to figure it out. Find a way to figure it out. Get out there and do what you got to do. Yeah, we'd figure it out. But (laughs) there's a lot of prep I got to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have your bunker? (laughs) Bunker. I mean, that, no. (laughs) Like, I was thinking the other day, like how they, you know, they say in school, whenever there's a hurricane or something or a tornado, you're supposed to get away from the, get away from the windows, and you're supposed to, um, you know, go to the central part of the house or place in the windows. I only have two rooms in this house that don't have a window, and only one of those rooms is central in the house. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah. And it's upstairs. It's not downstairs. I don't know if that's good. I think we only have one, which is the bathroom. <laughs> yep. Upstairs bathroom. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's just the way they make houses now. We're, just not, we're not cut out for this. No. We're, we're too soft. <laughs> most houses aren't even brick anymore. Oh, yeah. Just blow away with the wind. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people are built for this. That's why, you know, this type of thing could really happen. Like easily. Pretty easily. Like it wouldn't take long. Um, you know, people might step outside the house. Oh, what's going on? Is your Wi-Fi working? Um, I don't know. You know if you have like the neighborhood app or something like that. Have you, have you ever heard of that? We don't. Okay. I've heard of these apps, but I don't think... Well, I haven't tried, I guess. But. <laughs> well, I just randomly got like, I don't know if it was like a something in the mail. Then I just went on there. And also Ring. Or you have, do you have Ring? No, we don't. We, we have a, we have a, a, a Google Nest. Okay. Well, also in Ring, it's kind of like a community. And they send out alerts, um, like the storm that we had today. There was an alert, like, you know, warning, thunderstorm, you know, get get to shelter. Uh, but there's also people who might post something. Mm. Like they might say, oh, this random person came to my door. Have you seen this person or this? Whatever it is out of the ordinary, like people might put things on there. So it's kind of mm. like a community on there. Now, I've never posted anything, but I'll just randomly look at stuff at times. Um I don't know if you have that with the, what do you call it? No, the Google Nest. There's no, there's no community. I don't know. People have it. <laughs> it's just, it's really just your house. Okay. Um, but it's more on the app. It's not exactly, I guess, in the camera, but people just well, randomly no, post like, things. Even in the app, you can't. There's no like communication with anybody. Okay. Well, really I really just look at your devices. <laughs> well, I guess with Ring, um, there's pros and cons there. Oh, yeah. I heard a lot of stuff about Ring. I've heard like there's some racial profiling happens on some of these things. Um, a lot of uh, nosy neighbor stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, people just post things on here all the time. Um, and it kind of gives a general area of where they are. Not exactly their mm. exact location whenever they post. And actually, I just saw this one today. It said, kindness captured in action. 
National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day celebrated on January 9th is a fantastic opportunity to express gratitude to the dedicated men and women who risk their lives daily for the safety of our communities. And, you know, a whole, whole bunch of people just posting and it's almost like, I don't know, a social media app. <laughs> yeah. But in that situation, like this movie, we wouldn't have that. Nope. So do you really know your neighbor? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, this could really happen and really, I guess, destroy the community. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go ahead and give our ratings. So the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banker. So how would you rate the film? Leave the world behind. I would rate this as a high background noise. I think the concept is good. A lot of symbolism. Go back and watch it. But at the same time, is a little boring? Yes. Would I have loved to see the movie from a couple of different perspectives? Yes. The city, where they are. Oh, yeah. Maybe a, a government. The White House. I would, I would love to see some of the details, details too. Yeah, I agree. Um, high background noise, because it actually does turn into background noise at some points. And I would have liked to have seen like more than just you know these two families maybe like a view of the city just random people we don't have to see like mm-hmm. governments because i mean we've seen this in all these disaster movies with the government oh like shut it down or do whatever um, but i don't need that <laughs> but you know what's almost on? almost like a um 2012 style <laughs> that movie yeah. i give remember me, give me give me the rich guy on the boat yeah. <laughs> <The> Russian guy. <laughs> that's what I could think of whenever I think of that movie. That was hilarious. Not that's that's not supposed to be funny, but it was. For his kids. I think that's all I can remember from that movie. <laughs> Something about the tectonic plates and the weather and President dies. Daniel that movie, Lover. that movie came out in two thousand nine. Wow. Yeah, had people scared. <laughs> yeah. Well, we live way past twenty twelve. So. Yep. So far. <laughs> people are like no, with twenty twenty one, the Mayans calendars are burst. Nope, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I remember from that movie. That Russian dude dying. <laughs> fall off the boat <laughs> I forgot how he fell I don't know if he was just reaching for something I think like, he was trying to jump like the boat was moving yeah <laughs> either way it was the hilarious the gate was closing and he missed it <laughs> either way it was really funny <laughs> just the way he died <laughs> like the way he was screaming <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up after this just to get a good laugh. Just that scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there weren't really any funny moments in this. Just um, kind of a really slow movie. Yeah, very serious movie. Serious. Supposed to be kind of like a mystery thriller. No jump scares. More of like of this being reality, that kind of scare. Right. This is probably the only jump scare was those deer. <laughs> yeah. Never jump. What is it with like deer staring being in like these thriller mystery films? I like, know. like get out. <laughs> well, I mean, I do think the idea that uh, herbivore can grow to be eight feet tall and 200 pounds and have horns and just live in the woods and no one knows where it is. That is slightly terrifying. And that didn't even get into moose cat territory. Moose? Moose is too big for no reason. 
Yeah, moose are really big. And they're just out there. Have you seen a moose run across a lake? It's terrifying. No. Yeah, look a video up. It's scary. They left them walking on water. Because they're so big. <laughs> but they're normally in like a cold place. Yeah, they're using cold areas upstate Canada. Yeah, don't want to come across Some aren't that far off. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, got some not too far in our neighborhood. I mean, I've seen some, like, literally in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> we, we haven't had any in our yard. The way our yard is set up, we wouldn't have one in our yard. I mean, we have, like, some wooded areas, but it's not like... Mm-hmm. It's not like very opaque. Like you, you can kind of see mm-hmm. through the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, but any other thoughts about this film? Leave the world behind. No, it's definitely good. I'm going to watch it again. And let me look at some of the commentary on it. I'm sure it's one of those you got to study it type movies. Um, and yeah, I'm I good think, on that. Uh, <laughs> I think Julia Roberts and. Um, Mashar, they, they, I mean, they're awesome actors, actors. They, uh, it was interesting seeing them um, across one another acting. Um, but I don't know. There wasn't a lot there. I feel like there were a lot of like, um, almost like a play where there's like monologues <laughs> in their conversations randomly. Um, other than that, it was good acting. Yeah, it's it's good acting, but um, not enough to like get away from the boring parts because there are some boring parts where they just sitting around talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, would have have I would have liked to have seen like some action from the city, like some close ups. Mm-hmm. But hey, it is what it is. Like in um, Bird Box. You know, we have chaos at the beginning. We're in the city first. That is right. And we got a good viewing of the city. Like, they went back into the city to try to get some mm-hmm. supplies and everything. So, I mean, I, I would have liked to see that. Some type of, you know, chaos of some random people. But, um. I think that does it for us at Anim Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.